Hey, it's Golden Jay. I just wanted to say thank you to all the fans out there who listen to the United States of Paranormal podcast. Thanks to you, we have reached over 10,000 views and we couldn't be happier. We love bringing you content every week and we hope that you continue to enjoy it. So congratulations to Team Tejas and the Team Boozers for all of their hard work and especially a thank you to all the fans out there who listen to our podcast every day of every week. Also, stick around after today's podcast. Jennifer was nice enough to give us the EVPs that were caught while they were doing their sweep. And I would love to share a few of them with you. So stick around and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, here for the United States of Paranormal with my co-host, Alicia. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, Alicia. How come you don't have a cool radio name? What kind of cool radio name could I have? I don't know. I'm just Alicia. (laughs) (laughs) Not really anything cool I can make up with that. All right, all right. And our special, special guest, Jennifer Williams, is with us. Hi. Hello. How is it going? It's going well. Now, you sat in with our last episode. I did. And uh, what did you you think of, uh, this is your kind of your first time being in a podcast room. If you want to call this a podcast room, <laughs> what was what was your experience like? Was it good? Was it, was it bad? Good. It was, was laid it... back and fun. I liked listening to Alicia's stories. It was, and, hey. it was, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty cool. Well, today we're super interested in your story. Hmm. We're excited. I mean, <laughs> look at Alicia's face. Tell us how this came about. Like... Who is Jennifer to you? And Jennifer is my boss. Yes. So, um, you know, you know me. I've been with the ho- I've been with the hospital for thirty years. Mm-hmm. I'm about to hit my thirtieth anniversary. Um, you know, I've had several bosses, but my last boss I had was probably the one I've had the longest, and her name was Deb. Mm-hmm. And Deb retired, and they went on the hunt, and Jennifer got the job. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was a very interesting deal because, honestly, they they drug their feet on getting it out there for that job to be open and available. She, we knew she was retiring eight months prior to her retiring. Oh wow! So they they didn't post the job until what a month I think before. So she retired at the end of December. You know, end of December of. What year is this? 2022, 2021. And they waited till like the beginning of December before they actually posted the job. So Jennifer interviewed, got the job, and actually was supposed to have two weeks with Deb to kind of learn what she did. Two weeks for what? 25, 30 years of what she did. Yeah. yeah. That no, is it's, not it's, enough time. No, it's it, she should have been there for a couple months. Honestly, for all those things that, that Deb did and would have to teach her 
uh, you know, all the ins and outs, the tricks, because Deb had a ton of tricks. So Jennifer gets two weeks. So Jennifer comes in, we meet, we hit it off. I think we, I think we hit it off pretty well. And clearly so, she's here. Clearly so, yeah. she's here, yeah. <laughs> and then the bad happened. Uh oh. What happened? I do believe your husband got COVID. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. My husband got COVID and gave it to me. Oh, no. So then I couldn't get trained. So her two weeks turned into one week. Uh. So she had that first week, and then the, the second week going into the new year, she had COVID and, mm-hmm. and wasn't able to be there to get that, you know, to get what little what little training Deb could try to give her and shove in there. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah, and... Deb retired, and Jennifer has been a trooper in that job ever since. <laughs> you know, she that is a serious, serious learning curve that she's been on. And uh, I, honestly, I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Um, you know, like I said, we hit it off. We get we get along great. She just basically tells me what she wants me to do and then just leaves me alone to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The girls have really adapted to you well, I thought, too. And it just seems like a, a very happy place to, to walk into. So I, I think you're doing a great job. And Thanks. To see that. And I'm going to do a little buttering up to the boss there <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, seriously, I think you're doing great. And uh, I love having you on our team there. So. Well, thanks. Yeah, there but, for a while in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> just being thrown at the wall. And, well, if you, you work yeah. out, you work out. <laughs> The the best part of it, the first time that uh, she came over to my warehouse and, and we were talking, it was away from everybody else. And it was just the three of us. It was because uh, Deb brought her over. And I made a comment. I said something about her tattoos. Mm-hmm. And the first that first week that she was there, she, al- she always wore long sleeves and tried to make sure they were kind of covered up. And she looked at me like, you can see my tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I no I don't they're, I want it. and today she's got short sleeves on so we can really get a good yeah you got a, a really sleeve. good a good uh, a look at them look at she's all she's all tatted <laughs> up I love it I love it every bit of it so yeah it's kind of crazy that way but yeah. so that's how I met that's how I met Jennifer and then one day I don't remember we were in the loading dock I think uh, one of the girls in our department had a site like saw something in the bathroom of the hospital and she oh. was telling us about it and i was like well i lived in a haunted house <laughs> surprise surprise and you're like what so i i immediately give her one of the new cards you know i'm like mm-hmm. hey you should check out this and then we start talking about uh just briefly about the house that she lived in and um she told me to look up the name of the show is A Haunting. Yes. And the episode is Eternal Grief. Yes. So immediately I go back and start digging for it, you know, <laughs> and I find it on YouTube, but they wanted like four ninety nine to rent it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, rent it. So thanks to Logan, I have his Discovery Plus. So I found it on Discovery Plus and it's in there. And it was a little messed up because, like, one thing said it was in season four, episode this, and the other one's like season three, episode two, or something like that. I forgot to write that down. I don't remember exactly where it's at. But well, um, that's what I found too because it was supposed to be originally, I think, 
season seven, episode four, or something like that. Right on. But yeah, every time I look look it it's up, different. it's different. Yeah, so this is on ID, right? Is it on ID or what's ID? I Investigation Discovery that channel. The Discovery Channel. It's the Discovery Channel because yeah, I know Discovery has like all these. That was the original. Okay, had, so I don't know if it branches off. All I know is I was on Discovery Plus, looked up A Haunting, and then went through the seasons until I found it, and it okay. was on there. So if you have Discovery Plus, that's the best place to, to get to it. So I watched the episode, and then I uh, got Bobby, and I said, you got to watch this episode, <laughs> because I, there's a couple things in it we'll talk about as we, as, we, as we go along here that was like, oh, yeah. That's that's badass. So I asked her. I think I think like the next day or a couple of days later, I was like, "Listen, you know, I do this paranormal show. Would you want to come on and talk about, you know, firsthand? I mean, this don't get no better than this. This right. is firsthand. This ain't the story of. This is firsthand. You know, she's gonna tell us about her um, adventure. I don't know what else to call it. Experience. Experience. Yeah. There yeah. You go. So. so I don't think it gets any better, but I was concerned because if you watch the episode and we're going to talk about that, the way they ended it, it almost sounded like she put it behind her and that was it. And that Mm -hmm. was, that was what I, what I said to her when we originally talked is like, if you've put this behind you and you don't ever want to talk about it, don't feel Obligated. obligated by any means, but you know, we'd love to have you on the podcast. And, and yeah, she never blinked an eye. She's like, oh, I'd love to come do that. So here she yeah. is. She's here today. I'm so excited to hear the story. <laughs> I do I want to start off with, since we do have a little background there, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself in general? Yeah. Tell us about just, you, Jen. Just about you. I know that you have a farm now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you absolutely love your horses. I do. Um, do you do a lot of things with the horses like do you show them or or they just the love of the like they part of the family i mean you know what i'm saying they just you just have them to to enjoy them at home well i've been riding since i was four and did 4-h and horse shows during school and everything like that and then uh you know life gets busy with work and stuff and i haven't had a whole lot of time to do any of that stuff but i like to trail ride and take them. It's just like human hiking, but you're on a horse. Did you ever have to eat a turtle to survive? No, I didn't. Okay. Thank God. Just Good. No thanks. Sorry, that's an inside joke. But yeah, I have. We have a mini farm. We have two poverty pigs, like forty chickens, three four ducks, four three horses now. A nice. crazy psycho dog. <laughs> and a barn cat. And a barn cat. That sounds like a well-established farm. I, I, that doesn't sound like a mini farm at all. I can't imagine just taking care of all those horses. It's got to be like... That's just, a full-time job full-time in itself. Job, yeah. yeah, and then potbelly pigs. That's got to be crazy, too. Oh, they're just like toddlers. Oh, really? Yeah. If I don't get out there right in the morning when she, my pigs wake up, you can hear her the one pig screaming from inside my house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're a lot like Ozzy. They just need yeah. a lot of attention. They're needy. Yeah, yeah it's very needy. It's, you could tell with my puppy. Oh, yeah. He's super needy. <laughs> Thank you. I love him. So how did A Haunting, how did you get on that? 
How did that come about? Yeah. Well, that's kind of going... It's, it's in the story. Okay. 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 Thing. So I will tell you how all that came about, but I don't want to give anything away before I just... Okay. Here you go. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's start. Are you ready to tell your story? Sure. So I'm going to lead you in. Um, where were you... Were you still living with your parents when you bought the house? No, I was living right downtown Warsaw. Like over Rex's? No. <laughs> I was over by the old Madison Elementary School. Okay. Um, I lived in a one-bedroom, one-bath house. Um, my uncle had owned it. My great-grandma lived in it before she passed away. And I just lived there with my dogs and my boyfriend. Right on. And then, then you found this place... That we're talking about, the yes, house. Yes, um, my parents have a f- have a friend that uh, like goes to the moose and stuff like that, and their dad had just passed away, and they had this house with five acres and was you know a fixer up or whatnot, and my dad was like, well, we can look at it because I had horses and I was boarding them, and I'm paying a lot of money right. to it's board expensive. them. Yeah, and my dad was like, well, we can look at it and. Shit hit the fan from there. <laughs> so it seemed like an ideal place to be oh, yes. in the beginning. Like a, well, like a dream come true. You got well, this and little fixer-upper. And... That is exactly what they talked about in in the show, was this was your dream house. Is that yes. true? Um, it probably wouldn't be now that right, I'm older, right. but when you walked in, the house was just homey. Like... Right. You could see they had wood wood beams in the top in the living room, mm-hmm. and it was the layout was really cute. I liked the layout, and the kitchen was huge, and I could look out my back window and see all my like if I fenced off, you could see the horses, and um, I had a mud room for my dogs. Love that, and a big garage, big barn, and it had a nice pond that was full of water. And Unlike my pond, it's like a puddle. My <laughs> pond at home now is too, but uh, and it had there was nobody around, except for there was one house on the on the right of the property, but they had these huge giant pine pine trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say pine cones, pine, cones. <laughs> pine trees Close on enough. the side. Um, but yeah, it was perfect, and it was I was like, Dad, I want this. I want this house. Yeah, I want it, and. He's like, okay, we'll go to the bank. I mean, he didn't buy it for me. Right, I right. had a job and and I was you know, working hard and yeah. So yeah, I was really excited because I had never had a place where my horses could be at my house. Right. And I, it was just like and my absolute dream. Yeah, that was actually one of my questions was uh, where were the, where were your horses at? Because I know that you that you I think we had talked and you said you had the horse had horses at that time or whatever and and I was curious. So you were boarding them. Yeah. In what a year place. was this? 2010, yeah? Uh, it's before that. I okay. think it was like maybe seven. Okay. Seven, eight. Oh, seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. So we get the deal on the house. Oh. Everything goes through. Yep. And we start moving in. We move in. Well, before I even moved in, um, I had a friend and she's like, oh, I want to see your new house. And I was like, okay. So we went over there and this is the absolute first time I've been in the house by myself pitch black at night because we worked second shift Mm -hmm. and we're walking around and so if you walked in the house from the garage it goes into the mudroom it goes into the kitchen and then it has a whole loop that goes from the kitchen 
to the living room and then it goes back to the bedrooms but it's like all one you could access it all the way around well then you go back to the and then straight on to the bathroom and on both sides is a bedroom and i'm standing in the living room and i do did a loop and she comes through and she goes who's that i go who's what we're the only ones here What, what do you mean and she goes i just saw a leg in the bathroom getting into the shower and i was like well you're full of shit did, I never believed in this stuff. I love horror movies. Did you just get chills on that yeah. one? Okay, just check it. <laughs> I never, I loved horror movies, but I ne- never, I didn't watch Ghost Hunters or any of that stuff. That yeah. stuff got right. popular after, like, because I remember watching the first episode in that house. I was like, <laughs> but she's like, I just saw somebody get in the shower. Like, I saw a leg. And I was like, you're full of shit. She's like, no, I'm serious. I go, we'll go in there and look. Let's go. Yeah. Because I didn't believe in that right. stuff, you know. I was like, whatever. So we went in there, and there was nobody there. And she, I was like, you're so dumb. Yeah, it's and dark at this point. Yeah. Like, your eyes are playing tricks Yeah, she's on like, you. well, I'm psychic. And I was like, yeah, everybody's psychic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she's... So we left, and we didn't talk ever again about it. But uh, my parents and I went in there right before... You know, you do this before you move in somewhere. You always want to go in and clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we had just gotten there, and I walked back to the bathroom, and my mom and dad were still outside because my dad is, is a tinkerer. Okay. And they, right. the people that lived there prior to me, um, she died in the house. He died in the house. Mm-hmm. He was the one that built the house for her, so I was only the second owner. Oh. But they, the kids left when they passed away. The kids left a whole con- whole bunch of stuff in the attic, in the garage, in the basement, and in the barn. So my dad's out there farting around, you know. Yeah. So it's just me in the house. And I go into the bathroom. I'm like, oh, this really does need updated. But, I, you know, it was cute, whatever. So I turn around, and I get a big waft in my face of, like, Old Spice. I'm like, ew, what's that? I'm like, oh, an old man lived here. It's all right. Right. So then I go in, and I go into the bedroom, the master bedroom, and I'm just like, okay, what can I do here? Where am I going to put my bed? You know, whatever. I turn around, and I get a big waft of Old Spice. Again, like somebody walks up on you, you know, you can yeah. smell them, or they walk by you, and then that breeze. I was like, that's gross. Yeah, I Old said, Spice is not really that somebody great. Somebody <laughs> spilled this shit somewhere, or it spilled somewhere, and I, mean, I can't find it. So then I'm like, okay, whatever. So then I go over to the other bedroom. You can't smell it in there. And then I turn around, and it's like somebody walked up on me. And I was like, okay, I can't, I couldn't, can't breathe. This is disgusting. So I just, I just went out, and it got pretty quiet after that. Really? Yeah, I didn't have like a couple months. I'd say that nothing happened. I mean, I would hear like a radio in the distance when I didn't have any radios on kind of like muffled talking but I never really thought of anything because I didn't believe in that stuff right well then I had a housewarming party and this one of my girlfriends she brought a friend of hers with her and we're just having a good old time you know doing our thing drinking wine hanging out yeah okay (laughs) no it wasn't wine it was beer but um drinking beer we hanging out but in the episode the lady's drinking wine yeah i'm like that's not me at all (laughs) (laughs) 
We're going to find out today that the episode, there might have been some uh, maneuvering that may not have been exactly 100% correct. And some of the stuff that I tell you is how I lived it. Sometimes they, like some of the stuff they flopped. So if you hear my story and then you watch it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, they did switch that, you know, to be dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just having a good old time at this party and... This dude comes up to me and he's like, yeah, I'm so-and-so's friend. I was like, cool. He goes, you have people living in your house. I was like, yeah, me. (laughs) And he's like, no, you have a man and a woman that live in this house. They haunt this house. This is their house. They don't want you here. This is their house. You're intruding. I said, well, this is my house. So you tell them to get out. And he was just creeping me out. And then, like, I was like, Looking for my friend Sarah, and I'm like, where is she? And I turn around, and he's like, gone. What? Yeah. I mean, he was still at the party, but like, he told me that, and then I like then looked for my here. friend. He's like, <laughs> out of here. I'm like, you're full of shit, dude. And then I found Sarah, and I was like, you're not going to believe what this dude just told me. And she's like, oh, okay. But come to find out, Sarah had a feeling when she was at my house, too. She had a weird feeling, like somebody's watching her. Right. And um, Sarah had stayed at my house. I think it was that night. And she got up in the middle of the night. I don't know why. But she went into the kitchen and she opened the refrigerator, got something out, put, you know, whatever. And she, you know how when there's carpet and the, the door, it like, yeah. like that noise on the carpet? Yeah. She heard that. So she like looked in the hallway. And there was, I was, you know, I wasn't there because it was just me and her. And she's like, Jen, it's like, I'm sleeping. And so she goes back in her room and she says that like she felt breathing on her and like her hair moved. And she said she got back into bed and was like covers over her head. And <laughs> I'm not coming out until it gets light out. I'm building a fort with, right. the, with my blankets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, uh. So, was that the only night that Sarah stayed at the house? Then she mm-hmm. she wouldn't stay again after that, would she? Mm-mm. But I, she didn't tell me about it until, like. Shit hit the fan. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that kind. Mm. So, all these people's possessions are in your garage, in the attic, in the basement. basement. All, everything they had. Because this was Not, their. Was this their first home? Pretty much everything their kids didn't want. Yes. yes. And this was their first home. This is the home that the husband built for his yes. wife. They they lived, they did a finished basement first, and they lived down there while he built the the house upstairs. Oh, wow. Yeah. And do you know the year? It was like 20s or 30s, I okay. would say. Because it so wasn't a new old house. house. Yeah. Old farmhouse kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And they, they were older. Right. Because she died of... Uh, I think it was cancer in the, the master bedroom, and then he died in the living room on a hospital bed. Oh, it was on a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that brings up let's let's tie all this together here, because in the actual TV show, they talked about the rocking chair that you found in the basement. That rocking chair has nothing to do with <laughs> my story. Oh, for real? So. <laughs> That rocking chair was my great-grandmother's. I brought it with me. Okay. Um, It was in my living room, and 
That had nothing to do with it. Was that like I said? We because talk- I don't I don't want to confuse her because she hasn't watched it. Like oh no, that's because no, yeah. part of it did happen, but the yeah. chair was irrelevant. Well. Like I said, the, the storyline was is that she found a chair in the basement and brought it upstairs. Mm-hmm. And you said a hospital bed. The the show actually portrayed it as he died in that rocking chair. Yeah. Oh, so, so that never, that I want to make sure that I, yeah, I want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> it's kind of said, funny. Yeah, that's kind of funny. You know, that they've got it all skewy. <laughs> yeah, they do a couple things. We talked about the flies. They really focused on the flies in the house and how they congregated underneath that rocking chair and you told me well i'll get to that okay yeah, yeah. don't ruin oh, it for oh, me Jerry. Yeah, she hasn't seen it <laughs> she's gonna know the real story and then she's gonna watch that and be like this is this is oh, nothing this what is jennifer me. said <laughs> strongly worded letter <laughs> uh so where was i he just did the hospital bed yeah he he died in the house in the hospital bed Okay. Yeah, so Sarah stayed the night with you the night before okay. your party. And then, like, I don't know how long in between things would happen. Like, sometimes it felt like something happened every night. Um, sometimes it would be like, I'd go a couple months and it'd just be like the little radio that I would hear talking. Um, and I think the next thing that happened was I w- was at work and um, this guy was like, Oh, you live in so and so's old house? And I said, like, Yeah, I do. And he goes, Oh, you you know they died there, right? <laughs> and I was like, Well, I guess now I do. <gasps> Thanks. <laughs> and I have to go back there. I worked second shift, so it was gonna be pitch ass black when I got home. Right. Yeah. So he tells me that, and he's telling me how he, the guy, built the house for his wife. He loved his wife so much, and that when she passed away, he kind of just lost it. Like he had no reason to live um he just sat in the house he didn't go anywhere and yeah he just let the place go and like he he said that one of the boys that was the son of this this couple said that he would go over there to help pick up after him and he would find like food stuffed in the the dishwasher because he was like i don't give a shit i'm gonna throw it in here i don't care what happens yeah, so he tells me all this. So I go home, and in I always locked my dogs in my mudroom. So mm-hmm. they we weren't in a cage, but because they were crazy too. Um, but they were in my mudroom. I pull up, and there's a big picture window in the living room, like a huge, like that big. And there was somebody standing in the window. And I, I when I got, I was like. Because I had to turn in like this, and when I turned into the driveway, then the lights would flash into the house, and right. there was somebody standing in the window, like a big man-type silhouette. And my dogs were going nuts. I was like, if somebody's in my house, I'm not going in there. Yeah. So I called my brother, and my brother's one of those big Harley guys, so yeah. he comes over and with, scary guy. with his gun, and he's like, nobody's here. Okay. I went. I went in and I went to bed. And you just went to sleep. Well, I just thought somebody was in my house. My brother looked it over. It was okay. Oh my God, you're so brave. <laughs> well, like I said, I never believed in any of this stuff at all. Oh my God. Yeah. And then 
things got quiet again. Um, that's when I met Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, he never, he didn't believe in any of that stuff either. So, like, when I would tell him about the stuff that happens, like, I saw a man in the window. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot one. Oh. I don't. I forgot one. Can I backtrack? Oh, yes, yeah. Backtrack. Can. Heck, you can edit this. <laughs> no, we're going to leave it just like this. It'll be perfect. Um, so it was in the summertime, and I had all the windows open. And it was supposed to rain, so I was, like, shutting all the windows. And so when you walked in from the mudroom, there was the door to go to the basement. If you walked around to the other side, where the hallway were the bedrooms, stairs to go to the attic. So I had... You know how when you have the windows open and the doors, the suction? Yeah. So my attic mm-hmm. door was doing the suction opening, closing. Right. And my dogs were asleep on the couch. I had a German Shepherd and a Pitbull. And they were asleep on the couch, just sitting there rocking. All my windows are closed. And I went up and I shut that door and I pulled on it to make sure it was latched. And 20 minutes later, the door flings open and hits the door jam on the back of the um, the other door to go in, into the kitchen. Right. My dogs jumped up and they ran over there, and all the hair on their back mm-hmm. is standing up, and they are barking, staring up into the attic, just barking, teeth like yeah. they're pissed. Yeah, they're mad. They're like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he just woke me up. <laughs> that scared me. And like ever since then, I think that was when I paid attention because I had a friend that came over just to hang out, and watch a movie with me. And I went to the bathroom, and she said that, like, the cabinet doors opened, and, like, a baking dish came out and just sat on the ground. What? Yeah. No! She told she told me that. And wow. as soon as she told me that, I was like, let's go somewhere mm. else. Yeah. So we left, and just, like, little random things would happen. Um, I was in the shower, and the shower curtain, like, opened, like, this much. And I had the whole psycho. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. whole psycho was like, <gasps> about pooped. I don't think that, I don't think there's anything more, you. I don't think there's anywhere you feel more vulnerable than when you're yeah. in the shower. Mm-hmm. And it opened like this much. Yeah. And it was, my door was shut. My dogs were not in there. And it was just me. And that scared the crap out of me. I can imagine. But, you know, I was starting to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's when I met Sean, and he has had two little kids. He, she's she was four and he was two when we met, and they would stay in the spare room. How long had you lived here at this point? Uh, three years. Okay, three or four years. Right on. Um, and he was like, "Oh, well, that's cool. Let's you know start renovating." I was like, "Okay, yeah," because I wanted to do all these updates. So we gutted the basement. And that's when, like, shit really started happening. Um, I had my washer and dryer down in the basement. Mm -hmm. And I was doing laundry, carrying a basket upstairs. And I felt on my calf all four fingers, like, go like this around my leg. And, like, I could not get up the stairs fast enough because it felt like something was holding on to my leg. But I couldn't see it. And here I am screaming and freaking out. And Sean's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, something just grabbed my leg. He goes, no, it didn't. I was like, yeah, it did. I felt the fingers. Right. I felt every single point, like pressure from the fingers on my leg. 
he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. He didn't, he's, nothing had happened to him. He didn't right. say anything. So he's like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, you just started dating. You're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to admit me into a psych ward. You get all like, my crazy right up front. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. I don't. I don't read too much into the fly thing, but after everything happened, everybody's like, oh, it's demonic and all this other stuff. In the kids' room, underneath this one window, every single day, there'd be hundreds of dead flies. Like, hundred dead flies. I'd get the vacuum, I would suck them up, and then the next day, hundreds of dead flies underneath there. Oh, my there. God. Yeah. Um, I, in, in... I think that's I think that's extremely interesting because if you go back and listen to episode one of uh, Team Teos, they talk about remember the the sunroom or the yeah the in the winter room. there yeah, was still there was all those bugs and flies, flies and, yeah, yeah. Um, also in an upcoming um, uh, episode that I'm that I'm researching right now that is uh, once again. Something that came up in that episode with a lot of the bugs and I mean, you know, out of nowhere, yeah, all it's of a sudden supposed they to be a sign in. of yeah. like demonic I, presence. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Would you consider you, you this ghost demonic though? I mean, I well at the time I didn't. Right. I mean, I was freaked out, but grabbing my leg isn't like I'm gonna scratch your. Right. Face off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or, yeah, or they're just leaving you with scratch marks. I mean, yeah. you see a lot of that too with with hauntings where people get scratched or. But no, I'm sorry. Keep keep. Oh, you're fine. Continue, continue. This terrifies um, me because my my washer and dryer is in my basement, oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh no, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's you know, there's the stairs. I gotta carry everything up the stairs. So now See, this my, is all I'm gonna think about. My dishwasher and my washer and dryer are in the living room right now, watching TV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rude, Jeremy. That's love. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait for Bobby to take you on another really, really brutal hike. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That was, I just had to add a little something, something there. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there was one night um, in my bedroom. My door was back, like the wall come out like this, and the door was back in a little, like, hallway type thing. I would always push the button on the lock, the door lock. I would always lock my door, as long as I can remember, I always locked my doors. Um, and it went, in the bed, I, there was Sean by the door, and then there was me on the other side, because I will not sleep by a door. Okay. okay. Period. Um, so I'm sleep. we're sleeping, and all of a sudden I hear the... Of the, the pop out, yep, and the door just opens. I'm like, Sean, Sean, the door just opened, and so he grabbed his gun and he went and he walked all over the house. He even took my two dogs outside and we walked around the house. And he said there was nothing there, and then he came back to bed and I was like, okay, fine, and then a couple nights later there was this big bang inside the house. 
Like he's he woke up. I didn't hear it. He woke up thinking somebody was breaking into our house. Right. He grabbed his gun and he ran all over the house and then nothing. And he I don't think he ever saw anything like I did or felt had anything happen to him because I don't know if it was cuz he was a man or you know whatever. I don't know. I'm not a ghost. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um he he heard things and felt things, but he never had like he saw something. Right. Um, but like there had been friends that would come over and they'd be like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "Who's who?" It's just us. And they're like, "I just saw a guy over there." No, you didn't. Come on. You know I know what's going on in my house, and I'm just trying to say, "Oh, don't." Yeah. yeah. No. Because I'm still thinking in my mind that I'm crazy. Yeah. You know, but and other people are seeing it, too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was one time um, when I was down in the basement, because I did it very fast. Very fast. Laundry. <laughs> switching it out. Getting <laughs> yeah. it. Throwing it all in the ba- basket and running up the stairs. Well, I was down there, and Sean was out in the barn doing something, and I heard, uh, Get out. Like, clear as day, not Sean's voice, not mine, not the kids weren't there. Get out. I got out of there. I ran up the He's stairs. Like, okay. You like, got it. Peace out. And, yeah, is it a I, man or a woman? It was a man. Yeah. It was a man. Everything was manly. Like, I never felt a woman's presence or heard a woman except for, like, when I would hear the muffled talking. Mm-hmm. It would sound like a man and a woman talking or it could have been... Two women or two men. It was hard to tell. Yeah. It's just like very faint. Um, and then, so then Sean's little boy would start, he'd be reading. He can't read, but he's like baby gibberish, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he'd turn the book to the corner of the bedroom. Like he's reading and then showing somebody in the corner of the bedroom. Really? That, and that's creepy. With kids, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff creeps me out. Because, you know, kids are innocent, and they can see things Mm -hmm. that we can't. The veil's thinner for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids and animals. Yes. So he was doing that, and then you and you would ask him, well, who are you reading to? Nothing. (laughs) But he could say, like, the, the, you know, the... If he would, he'd be like him or, you know, something. Then he'd be like, nothing. So it was like a little secret. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But but I have asked him since he's gotten older and he doesn't remember anything. He was young. Right. Which is probably a good thing because, but he has, he's been very sensitive. Like stuff would scare him. Like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory scared him. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if something like that has made him like, freak out more about stuff i mean my stepdaughter in there yeah it's like in the back of his brain or something yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and she never had anything she i asked i've asked her and she said she never thought she felt anything or knew had anybody in the house or anything other than us really Mm -hmm. that's interesting how old was she at the time four four yeah yeah Hmm. so definitely the old man took a liking to the boy and they had sons, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had, I think, three sons and two daughters. Oh, okay. So they did have daughters, but, yeah. huh? That's interesting, though. Hmm. Yeah, 
Um, there was, this is kind of different, but it's at, it was at the house. I was out in the backyard. Um, it was like in July and all of us, like we were out there, we had a bonfire and we were going in and I mean, this isn't with the house, but this is just weird because it happened when I lived there. There was a red light in the sky and it came across and it stopped and then it shot up and it was gone. And like two minutes later, here comes another one. What? It was even lower, and it came out, and it shot across. It wasn't flashing like right. an airplane or anything, and that freaked me out. Well, then the next day, on the radio, they were talking about, on the Warsaw radio, they were like, all these people are calling in saying they saw UFOs, and I'm like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> aliens terrify me. Really? Terrify me. I don't like to be outside in the dark or anything. But anyways, I just had to put throw that in there because that was something weird that happened yeah, when I was the at house. the house. Right. Um, so like I said, I, when I'm sleeping, I always lock the door. Um, I don't know. I don't know like what time of year this was, but I, I remember I was sleeping and I heard the doorknob, like the come out, you know, the door opens and I'm like, all right, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get him awake, and he's going to go look, and then he's going to get mad because he has to work in the morning. Right. Which he didn't. He never got mad at me. Just saying. Right, right, right. But that's going through my mind. So I get up, and I peek around the corner, and there's a fucking person standing there. Like, full-blown. Can't see his face. Nothing. Just black. But you could tell. Head. Shoulders. Knees and toes. Head and shoulders. But... You couldn't tell anything but that just like black and he was standing in my doorway and that's when I was like Sean 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 and I woke him up and when I turned back over to say there's a he was gone oh my god yeah he was there but then he wasn't and then he wasn't that so- was the scariest I mean the legs the grabbing on my leg was scary but seeing him standing in front of me like Right. Four, three feet away from me. Yeah. Middle of the night. You can't see his face. Nothing. It's just black. And my dogs were both sleeping. And they didn't... They didn't didn't, react to it at all? No. So maybe it was the woman at that time. I don't know. Couldn't tell. Right. But uh, that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. So what's going through your head at this point? Like, what do you want to do with the house? What do you want to... How are you going to explain this to your boyfriend? Like... Well, what's the course of action? <laughs> he like he started he started believing me because he would hear the, the the noises and then the couple times he got up and heard the noise but didn't see anybody. Um, no nothing, no broken glass, no proof anybody was trying to break in. Um, he had started seeing things out of the corners of his eyes, but mm-hmm. when he would look, he wouldn't see him, so he just blew it off. He believed me. Right. Because, you know, it was, obviously I wasn't making this stuff up. Um, so, as of right then, I was fine with staying there because it was just like, I w- nobody was getting hurt. I was freaking getting freaked out a couple times, you know, a few times a month. It was fine. I just figured he loved the place because he built it for his wife. Yeah. Right. She died there and he just, he's still there because he loved her so much. Um... What made me want to move out was I was talking to Sean. 
he was in the kitchen doing something and I was standing at the top of the stairs to go into the basement and something pushed me and I fell all the way down the stairs. I had I had broken ribs and I had a torn ligament in my arm because I grabbed onto the handrail to stop myself. But I was just standing there talking to him. And I wasn't even planning on going down until I was finished talking to him. Right. So it wasn't me going down and being clumsy yeah, and, and distracted. Yeah, no. no, I was at the top. I swear there was probably a good two foot from me to the first stair for me to even fall down it. And I was pushed that hard. That is when I said, we are moving out. Because if he will do that to me, he will do that to the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. Right. I will not let those little kids get hurt because of that. <laughs> no. Now, did Sean see that? I mean, was he looking at you when you got pushed? I don't I don't know. Right on. He heard it. I know he heard it. Right. Well, obviously, and yeah. he came running down the stairs after it happened and helped me. And we went to the the doctor and all that stuff but right. i can't i don't know it happened so fast i don't know if he was he it doesn't registered. even remember yeah he yeah. doesn't even remember because i was just standing there and he was doing his thing and then i was gone right. and he heard the whole thing and that's when i was like we're leaving so i had reached out to this guy that is supposed to be like this big paranormal he helps people with paranormal hauntings in their house demonic stuff I reached out to him and I told him everything. And he emailed me back and he's like, yeah, I'd love to help you. Send me $500. I was like, um, oh, wow. No, I'm not going to do that. If you don't want to help me, I'll find somebody else. So then I got a hold of these ladies out of Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. And they, the first time they came to my house, they got so many EVPs and feelings and touched and stuff like that that they had to come back for a second time. And little did I know, the second time they came, they brought a guy that's a tech guy, and they had him looking all over my house for, like, speakers and stuff like that because they thought I was faking it. Really? Yeah. I was there for both times. And they, the first, we had, we moved everything out, and then they went in. And the first time they were there, it was still light out, just it was like the sun was setting so it was like dusk and they're walking through the house and I'm showing them and we're in the back bedroom you don't hear it but when they played it back you hear a man sneeze and the oh. first the first time that they came it was just the three ladies and me a man sneeze really yes they thought you were faking they it they thought i was faking it those fucking bitches. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't blame them though if they're getting that many EVPs and they're that yeah, but, clear. And yeah, but you know, come on. It, it, why would you be a paranormal investigator and then start accusing people of faking stuff? I mean, well, especially I mean, when they've been doing it for a really long time and this is nothing like they've ever seen before. Well, and this is before. when. Like ghost hunters and ghost adventures right. and all them started to come out like big time, like really popular. Yeah, so people are like, we want to be famous too. Mm-hmm. I mm. could see that. I could see someone trying to fake it just to get some. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess it gets me because I. I don't. 
I, for me, I, I don't want that. That's not something that I would do, and it wouldn't be in my yeah. wouldn't be in my mentality. It's not your and, character. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I just, I mean, I don't see it, especially if you got somebody who's reaching out who's scared, and you know, I don't know. Walking around with broken ribs. No yeah. shit. Yeah, I threw myself down the fucking stairs because you know I want to. You know, I want to be famous. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense to me, but. Yeah, well, you, and I'm not somebody that likes like I don't even like to open presents in front of people, and I don't like attention. Yeah, right. and if I know, I would never have wanted to do this. I'm an ego whore. I am, I am, but I would never fake something like that just, <laughs> yeah. to, just to get attention. Um, so yeah, they uh, had a man sneeze. Um, I was going to go out for outside to do something. I don't remember what it was, and on the recording you could hear somebody, a man, say, don't go. Really? I said, don't go. But he wanted me to go before. And he told me to get out. So why is he saying, don't yeah, go? Yeah, now all of a sudden Because he didn't like, like them either. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they got other ones, too. Like, one of the ladies' names was called... Though This is still the first time. The ladies' names was called, and... The second time they came out, they heard music, um, like old-timey music. Uh-huh. Um, they had, their, the name was called again, um, and a few other things. I have them on a, a DVD. I can bring them, like, hear them. <gasps> do you really? Yeah, I do. I have the whole report from them, and they have what they think all the EVPs say and stuff like that. I would love to hear that. Heck yeah. yeah. It's really neat. I will never in my life ever have a doorbell again. Really? Yes. Because it was a weird-ass old doorbell that would sing, like, songs. <laughs> it wasn't okay. like a normal chime. It, it, was like it, a... like, it wasn't like ding-dong. It was like, she'll be coming around the mountain. <gasps> yeah. But it was Nuh-uh. instrumental type, like the chimes with okay. that. And... It was so old, but it never it would never worked. Well, they weren't there. It was before they had gotten there. They were on their way, and the doorbell song plays. Quiet. Like, what the fuck is that? Because <laughs> I had never heard it. Yeah. So then it it played its song, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" And I'm like looking everywhere, and then like ten minutes later, it goes off again. But it's a different song because every time you pushed it, it was I guess different. Right. So I was like, fuck this. And I got some wire clippers and I clipped it because I was in the mudroom when it went off. And that's where the chimes were or the speaker or whatever. Right, but right. it had never, never worked. Like I would push the button outside just to see, uh-huh. you know, how, if I would be able to hear it because I lived, you know, if I was back in the back pasture, I wanted to be able to hear it if the back doors open or something. Right. Yeah. Never worked. So then I snipped it. Guess what happened? Yes, oh. yes, I was hoping for it. I hate it. <laughs> My eyes water. <laughs> um, that motherfucker went off again. Nice. Yeah. Well, not nice then, but you know. It did. It did. I hate it. This guy's a real asshole. <laughs> I. Yeah. So, did you ever try to communicate with him? Like, even before Sean moved in and you knew he was there, did you try to communicate with him like you were going to, like, can we coexist yeah. in this? Yeah. Yeah, because when I was, like, 
just hear little things. And then after that guy told me that at work, I was like, okay, we can do this. We can be friends. Yeah. And he just, he I'll leave up. you alone. You leave me alone. But no. Do you think the reno of the basement kind of set the whole thing completely into motion? Yes. Because he built the house. He mm-hmm. loved the house. But the thing is, we did that, which I think pissed him off. But Sean and I were not married. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, they were married. They were very religious. And I mean, yes, I believe in that stuff and God and right. have my own thing. But they were very, very religious. They were living in sin. Yeah, exactly. Dirty, so, dirty girl, you. Oh, <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was like a few things that made it happen made worse it, made it yeah kind of escalate mm-hmm. well yeah. and i wonder if it made him uncomfortable knowing that another woman was in his house yeah you know yeah that's like, that you're was, not my wife yeah that was the that was the vibe i got off of it when i watched the when i watched that episode and i i know i keep going back to that because that's my reference point but because honestly we've talked about this you know they changed a lot of things up and and um to make it more kind of, you know, TV excitable, I guess, you know. Dramatic. Or, yeah, dramatic. I, I did, though, and, and you said he you said he did this twice. In the show, when they talked about when you saw the, saw the apparition standing there in the doorway. He looked crusty. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. yeah in, the, had, in the show, they had him like cornflaked face. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you wake Sean up, and then... He, and he grabs, and they actually, I think they said he grabbed his forty-five and started going around the house. And I remember watching the when I watched the episode, and he's like, and Sean grabbed his forty-five and started going through the house. I'm like, fuck yeah, he did. He like, fucking grabbed his gun. He's a tinker and some shit. I think Sean actually said it. Did he say it? Yeah, he's like, I grabbed my forty-five. <laughs> That's super funny. But I was like, yeah, you know he did. But they actually showed him seeing the reflection of the yeah. old man in the basement, which, you know, was like the beginning of him kind of taking a grasp on it. So it's nice to get that perspective to know that he never actually saw him. And, you know, he just, he came into that belief because of you and because of maybe the side eye stuff was like, you know, what was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They took a lot of uh, creative liberties when they messed yeah. that show. Huh? Yeah. And like when we would be in the barn or I would be in the barn. It was like there was a hayloft above the the main part of the barn, and you could hear footsteps mm. up there. Mm-mm-mm. And you had the way you got up to that loft was a rickety old ladder, right. and then just like a two foot by two foot square that you would. That's how you got in there. Right. Yeah. And there was no way out because there were two big doors up there, but they were nailed shut. Yeah. Um. So I would go up there and I would look around. I thought maybe raccoons or something, right, but no, right. there was nothing up there. But you would hear footsteps walking across there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, was he like a farmer? Is that what he did? Do you know? I really don't know. I mean, obviously he did something with farming since there was a barn there. But yeah, I don't know if he used it for a barn or like a w- workshop because there were benches that oh, he had okay. in there. Um, well, clearly well, he was a carpenter since clearly, he built the yeah, house. Exactly. Yeah. So that maybe that was his work. That was just his workshop that he did all of. Yeah. He have. Well, you talked about the the uh, beams that went through. Was there a lot of like molding and stuff that he did? I mean, nothing no. fancy like that. Mm-mm. Right on. No. I hear a lot of that 
of the of the old guys that used to build and do all their own renos than you know the woodworking guys that would build and make all the crown molding mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Oh no, he put um, what is that wood stuff on the paneling? Paneling. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, the entire house, <gasps> the entire house was paneling. Oh wow. Mm. And then the one wall in the living room was fake white bricks. Mm-hmm. And then. No, that was in the kitchen. And the living room was fake red bricks on the oh, one wall. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was... Sometimes it's easier than actually breaking out the mortar and actually putting a That's brick true. wall. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, it was not, not the prettiest. But, yeah, they came out and investigated and they said, um, you, you just either live with it or well, you're already moving out. So right. somebody else is going to have to deal with it. But... That's what they said. And I said, okay, thanks. Um, my parents have a few experiences that happened when they were there. And my parents are older and they're married, have been married 50 some years, mm-hmm. and they're religious. Um, my dad was there by himself because we had started the renos but didn't get to finish them. So he was working on stuff because he likes to do that. Um, he's in the basement and he said he had the the door to the basement open. He said he heard the garage door open and shut into the mudroom. And he heard footsteps come into, like, stand at the top of the basement door. And my dad comes around the corner, and he looks up the stairs, and there's nobody there. He walks up. He looks out the window cause to see a car. There's no cars. He walks the entire house. There's nobody in the house. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's weird. And then there was another time my mom and dad were there. And there was a fly swatter on a nail with a nail like stuck out this far. And it hung there ever since I, we moved in because I think it was there before us and I just left it. Right. And my mom and dad were in the basement doing something and that fly swatter flew on to the ground at the bottom of the stairs. Oh. It was just like went off that That big nail long and then nail, yeah. was chucked. Yeah. Really? Yeah. My mom said that freaked her out very, very bad. Did she come back? Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, because we needed the house to be ready to put so, on the market. Right. Yeah. And she had heard things. Um, she thought some that somebody was talking upstairs when they were in the basement, but there was nobody there. Um, she said it was a man. So yeah. Huh. A lot of a lot of crazy stuff. This dude just can't let it go. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. It's a great, you know, it's a great story. I love this story. Even though I'm sorry that you had to go through all that, especially since, you know, it really, at that time, was your dream house, and you had a lot of, you had a lot of potential there for what you wanted. Mm-hmm. So, the house goes up for sale. It sells. And... I want to make this a very important point is if anybody has watched this episode or is going to watch it, they really kind of said towards the end that you just didn't care. Boom. You just didn't care. Now we've had a discussion that's different than that. Yes. They, uh, I was in an interview for six hours talking about this with them. And at the end of it, I said something along the lines of, I don't care about the house. I 
don't want to have anything to do with it. But I said, if the next person that has the house, if they have any issues, I mean, I would be glad to tell them, hey, get a priest or something, try that, or just don't call these ladies because they're going to tell you to stay there and co-live together, Mm -hmm. co-mingle. And they completely cut that out. So then... After the show aired, I had people like messaging me on Facebook being like, well, why don't you care about them? And I'm like, I do. (laughs) I do. But we did find out who lived there afterwards um, because my mom and dad handled everything because my dad had rentals and stuff. So he knew how to do all that selling and stuff. Um, So I guess after our episode aired... Sean was at Lowe's or Menards or somewhere, and one of his friends works there, and they were like, hey, I saw your episode of A Haunting. Do you know the lady that bought the house is right there? (gasps) No shit. And he's like, no. He's like, yeah, she lives there now. And he goes, has she said anything? He He goes... No, she saw the episode and said you're full of shit. Are you serious? <laughs> she didn't. She, of course, she wouldn't have said shit because they were very, they're very religious and married. Right. But she said, yeah, nothing's happened to them, which is great. No, yeah, that's wonderful. That's great. Yeah. But it kind of makes me like the, I don't have that happen. That doesn't happen. <laughs> why could, Why would it happen to her and not us? Well, you're married. We weren't. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. religious. We weren't as religious. Right. We had kids. You're older. We don't have, you know. Yeah. So we're not, so we're not the same. But yeah. So. Yeah, I thought that was important that, that we bring this out that, you know, you just didn't give two shits about what happened to it. Yeah. To the next family. But, and they, and they did. That's how it kind of per- portrayed. And you said you even got some kind of some comments and stuff on, on something, didn't you? Did you get emails or. Well, I, on the you like YouTube when it was on YouTube, you know how you can comment on YouTube yeah. videos. There was a bunch of them on there that said, "Oh, she doesn't give a shit about the people," oh, right like stuff like that. Like, no, and I just ignored them because what am I going to do? Go on there and then I'm going to get bombarded on right. Facebook because I yeah. did. I got bombarded. Right. I had friend requests and messages, and it was just, it was horrible. And now to this day, when the like if reruns or something somebody sees it i get a re- like a message oh did you really live through that no i didn't yeah, right. <laughs> that's not me that's not Somebody me else. it's a joke well and to, to be you know it's uh it's under a different name too in the yeah in the episode we'll just leave that as it is that's all right because <laughs> well, i don't want people love the podcast and then start going after it. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know maybe hmm this should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. You've, yeah. you've told your story. So how did you get on the show? Oh, so the ladies that um, did the investigations, I guess, have a friend that is part of the a haunting, whatever their company is called now. I don't even remember what it was back then. But... I had reached out to the Dead Files. Okay. Have you heard of the Dead oh, Files? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I had reached out to them. They got back to me on bringing Amy out and having mm-hmm. her do the whole thing and sent us the release papers to do it, all that. I signed them and nothing. They never got back really? to me. Yeah. Never got back to me. So I was like, whatever. Well, these ladies had said, hey, a haunting is looking for new 
uh, stories for this upcoming season. So I was like, okay, yeah, you can use mine if you want to. So they used mine, and then they used another guy that lived in Fort Wayne. But he was the one that came to my house because they thought I was faking. Oh, he was a tag guy? Mm-hmm. Really? So he, he, he's the one that's in the other episode that the ladies are in. That's kind of weird. Might, that might be a little sketchy. Yeah. So, was is he faking and mm. trying to see if I was faking? Or right. What, why? Yeah. <laughs> so they used mine and his, and I watched his, and I just, it wasn't. I was like, eh, eh it's all right. But his dad was murdered like a few years ago, either at a gas station or something, and he, that's what he talked about a lot. In that show, oh, so like I don't know it if was it was his dad him. that was haunting him. I don't know if it was that, but he just kept saying, "My dad was murdered. My dad was murdered." And I don't know if that was his just getting attention. Right. But, oh, yeah, okay. I don't know, but but yeah, hmm. it was just weird. But that's how. And they came to they went to Ligonier and at the Sol, Solomon Bed and Breakfast. And Ligonier is a big pink. Old pink Victorian house. It's got an old carriage there and everything. And the inside's creepy. Really? And it's very creepy. And like, like the stairs. Well, you'll see it now. But the stairs in the background with Sean. Uh-huh. Those were behind. Like, they were all dark when they were when I walked in there, and it was just creepy. The place was just <laughs> creepy. But yeah, I sat there and talked for six hours. That's what you were said that they interviewed for six hours. Now I want you to take into consideration. She didn't. She talks for six hours. The episode is fifty minutes at most, and what what you have maybe six minutes of clip time that you that was in the show itself Mm -hmm. that you talked. Yeah. Wow. That is a lot of downsizing. Heck yeah, it is. Yeah, because our episodes an hour and ten minutes. Yes. And I feel like you did the story pretty good. <laughs> well, well, they, and they kept out, you know, anything with the kids, anything with the dogs, because yeah. they said animals and children are unpredictable and they can't get them. It's Their budget was just too small because it was just a small oh, right. production company. And But I was like, oh, that's the scariest parts. Yeah. Right. I think. For real. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Holy moly. For boy. sure. So have you had anything happen since? Anything weird you can't explain? No. And you never had anything before you you moved into that house? No. But I was not like into paranormal investigating mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's funny because I lived through that. But now I'm telling myself I didn't live through that. And in my brain, I want to see... An apparition. Mm-hmm. I want right. to be touched. I'm the one that goes in there and is like, you can touch me. <laughs> you can touch me. Like I go um, with Sean's sister. We have investigated like the uh, the circus museum in Peru. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a Al Capone's um, place. There was a place, a factory that he had. We investigated that in Chicago. Um, and we've been to... Um, one of the elementary schools in the area and we've investigated there and we've I've like heard things and but I've never like seen anything and I'm just like come on I want to see it right because I'm like did I really see that stuff right or was I dreaming would you go back to the house 
Oh yeah. I just drove by it today. Yeah. Which was uh, which was ironically funny for me because she texted me and she's and she's like, "Hey, it's gonna be about. I'm, I'm on my way. About 45 minutes, mm-hmm. which was you know perfect timing." Um, but when she when she got here, you know, and she looked at me and she goes, "Yeah, I drove by the house." Yeah. It was just the way the GPS took her. It wasn't that she didn't intentionally go by the house, but she went by it. And I thought that is that has got to be really ironic at this point. Do you think their kids like watched the episode and they're like pissed because I know the one son did. Yeah. And he's told my dad, he's like, I don't believe that. That's bullshit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They were all assholes. Huh? Because you you would think that as okay if if my father was haunting a house I would be like I'm going over there because I want to talk to him yeah I'm gonna set this straight yeah <laughs> let's go let's go find out if he's really there you know let's find out if he's really there let's find let's have some conversations because there's some shit I need to know <laughs> well and what benefit would it be to you you know what I mean? To, yeah, I didn't unless get any money a, or anything for it. Yeah, unless you're, you know, attention, which, like you said, you're not that kind of person that wants attention. Mm. So, like, why would these people, what, it's not like you can get money back on the house because it wasn't. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. They were just, the whole thing with them was just, they their parents died and they wanted the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was just, get it done fast, get it done fast. And... I never had anything to do with them after we bought the house. My parents would see them because they go with the moose and hang out and stuff. But right. Well, and clearly since they left their parents' stuff, like a ton of their parents' stuff all over the house, like... Yeah, that's weird, too, because if you, you know, if you... If you would think they would try to do an estate sale and sell all that stuff mm-hmm. and why, instead of just leaving well, it there. It wasn't anything really that would have gotten in them any more money wow. like there was an old suitcase like old suitcase um there was old christmas decorations um, like rusty old tools in the basement because they told us it was finished but it would flood oh really So like every spring because i guess there were cracks in the foundation mm-hmm. it, the water would just pour in so there was like just nasty there was a pool table down there and that was a bitch to get out oh i bet because it was a big old slate yeah yeah um so yeah they left they left that that would be probably be the only thing but it probably was damaged from the water right um and in the barn they left all kinds of like junk tools um cans full of um like oil and nasty stuff Stuff that they just didn't give a shit to try to remove. Well, like, yeah. not my yeah. problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not worth anything to me, so I'm just going to leave it here. It's there were, it's all there good. were two old clocks that I thought were pretty cool, but we just threw them out. Yeah. I wasn't. And it stunk in the attic. <laughs> like old people. Right. Oh, right. No. Yeah, old people. No musty kind of. Not old, old spice, but not old spice. It was mothballs and. <laughs> but I never smelled the old spice after that. Just the one, just the that one, one time. time. Yep. That is a little strange. It's almost you would think like that be... he's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna put this on new people." Oh yeah, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> yeah, throwing out the best, Joey. How you doing, huh? <laughs> but yeah. But uh, 
then they, I saw my mom saw that the house was up was for sale again, and we got on Zillow and we're looking at all the renovations that they did. And I mean, they did a lot, yeah. but and they did they their son was a contractor, so he came and he dug all, all the right around the house and did all the water ceiling. Yep. So it it wasn't finished, but it wasn't going to get wet. Right. Um. So they must have sold it because when I when my GPS made me drive by there today, <laughs> there were people out. There was somebody in the driveway. And there was a trailer and a truck by the garage or the, by the barn, and it looks like they had already moved in. But it looks nice. I think it, it's a cute house. Yeah, no, it. it I mean, it, I got once again. It was your dream house to start off with. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I imagine it was probably pretty cute. Yeah, it was cute. I gotta get the address off. I gotta go drive by it. Oh, you can have it. I'll okay. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. I don't want to live in a haunted house ever again, but I don't. I you. like you'll visit a haunted house. I like being scared. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I've always loved scary movies. We're gonna I have to take her out to like Little Egypt or something. And yeah, yeah, I'll go. We should do that. So one when night. we book our trip trip to Waverly, you want me to sign you and Sean up to go with us when we decide to get ever go around to go? Yes, I right. wanted to go there for a long time. It's pretty, it's pretty. Listen, I just spent a few days in the woods, in a cabin <laughs> in the woods. And, you know, I sat on the deck looking for puck wedgies, Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Oh, it, you never know down there close to the Ohio River what's going to be yeah, popping out true. at you. What's it, a puck wedgie? A puck wedgie? They're terrifying. Puck wedgie? A puck wedgie. 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 It is a three to four foot um, old, uh, uh, humanoid that hangs out. Actually, um, Mound State Park down there in Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're really known to be there quite heavily. Hmm. But they're... Um, in they're, New York? Is that New Jersey? No, it was in... Pennsylvania. No. Stop. <laughs> It was Connecticut, wasn't it? Connecticut. Yeah. Delaware? No, Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. No, sh- Rhode Island. Sh- go back and listen to the episode of The Puck Wedgie. It's been a while. It's the one that, that has the, the least views. It, it was the episode that- With the, the voice yep, and the yep. camera falling. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they're just, uh, they're mythical little creatures that are very mischievous. Mis- what's the word? Mischievous. Thank you. <laughs> Have and, you seen uh, Frozen? Yeah. Okay, you know the little rock creatures, the trolls? Yeah. That's what they look like, pretty oh. much. Yeah, and they can they can shape shift and they can uh, uh, conjure fire and so poison like darts. Skinwalkers? No, uh, no, no. But they just—they're magical. They're magical. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're they're creepy little buggers. They kind of look like they kind of have beaver faces sometimes, they, but they've got like big Justin? noses. Did you say Justin beaver face? <laughs> they have beaver faces. <laughs> well, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming and telling your story here. Yeah, absolutely. It's been amazing having you for the last couple episodes. I hope you enjoyed, you know, hanging out uh, with your uh, employee. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Is there anything else you want to add to, to in the in the episode here? Um, if anybody's going on a paranormal investigation, Jen would like to go with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, just you know, 
I'm not a heartless bitch. I do I do care when somebody lives there and they're having issues. So don't come at me if you watch a rerun and right. Yeah, yeah. So if you watch a haunting, Jen cared about those people she that didn't. moved in afterwards. Yeah, she did. She didn't just. She wanted to help them. The writers and creators of the show just took a lot of liberties. Liberties. Yes. With yes. What was said in the way the story went. This is the real story from. Jen's mouth. Yep. So. Yes. Straight up. This is where, yeah, this is not edited for any um, production level. This is the story as mm-hmm. it's, as she's telling it. Yep. Except when I start cutting it up and be like, I didn't fucking care about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they did. I know that's, that's what, they, what did. they did. Because you can see me pause. Like the camera glitched or something yeah. like I might, like my eyes like this and then I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's just, yeah. but yeah, that's wild. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's, people uh, did that. Yeah. So now the one, and you don't even need to watch the episode now because you got the first hand. You know yeah. exactly. What I'm still going to watch it though. Right on. I'm still going to watch and it. You'd be like, curious. that's fucking wrong. That's fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen like that. No. Nope. Yeah, you'll catch some things. I mean, like I said, we've talked a little bit. And I tried to not get too much, but um, about what what is different from what really happened to what they say happened on that episode. So, yeah. but yeah, thank you so much. Of yeah. Course. Thank you of for course. coming out here and joining us. Ooh. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> Do you have my socials for me? Do I have your socials? Do you have my socials? Will you read me my socials? We would like to hear your thoughts. If you have anything you want to say to Jen, let us know. We'll forward it on to her. <laughs> yep. I know where to find her every day. Yeah. Yep. That's true. <laughs> Uh, feel free to message us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or you can email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. And Logan will be back with you as soon as he possibly can, <laughs> which is usually pretty immediate. Um, you can follow us on any of our social media platforms. And while you're at it, check out the other Golden Mojo Entertainment family of podcasts. We've got Golden Image Podcast, which is Jeremy and his son's podcast. Oh, yeah. Skyler and Gunner. And then Gunner has another podcast with. Um, his best friend, the call guys. Um, there's a lot of arguing that goes on. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> they like to start wars just on that re- podcast. Just remember, just remember, Colton, suck it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy just recently started a new podcast called Indiana Chiefs Fans and The Murd Nerds, which is mine and Ashley's podcast. All about true crime All and true now crime. outside of the state of Indiana. Yep. We're no longer confined to Indiana. Yep. So you can rate and review all of the Mojo Entertainment podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is the best way to support us because the more reviews we get, the more like we are to chart and then we get good sponsors. And yes. Stuff. So we need good sponsors. Yes. Um, and we also have a, a lot of really cool merch that Logan's handled. So the the, the merch is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. As you can tell by the tapestry behind me here. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy has a tapestry that he bought of himself. That's funny. It's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. That's funny. But, yeah, if you are interested in merchandise, you can find it. Um, there's a link to the merch mausoleum on all of our social media pages and in the show notes. So next you next cheek next, next cheek, 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 cheek. <laughs> next week <laughs> you'll be taking a road trip with Team Tejas. So until next time, Jeremy, take it away. See you on the other side. Was that good? Perfect. Like that was that like really creepy. <laughs> it's super creepy. Thanks everybody. <laughs>
thank you everybody for sticking around. Like I said at the top of the podcast, uh, Jennifer was nice enough to give us the EVPs that the uh, pair of girls actually caught while they were doing their investigation. And I would love to share a few of those with you, some that I found interesting. So let's go ahead and get started. Here's the first one. Now I'm going to play it and then I'm going to tell you what it's supposed to say and then I'm going to play it again so you guys can get a chance to re-listen to it a second time. All right, so just before the knock, you can hear a voice say, hi. It's kind of creepy. Okay, so now here's the next one. I'm actually going to do an adjustment on the uh, volume on it because the actual person talking is so loud. I don't want to blow out your speakers. So I'm going to do an adjustment so it's going to go down and then it's going to shoot back up when the, when the voice comes back in. Check this out. Are you a jokester? All right, so I don't know that you can for sure hear that, but the voice says much. So they ask if he's a jokester. And he says, much. Here, check it out again. Are you a jokester? Gosh. So this next clip was taken in the living room. Once again, I'm going to dive down the beginning of it with the volume so it doesn't blow out your speakers. Here we go. Yes. Twice on the floor for now. Yes, it was one thumb. So I'm not really 100% sure what is being said in this. They just classified this as a whisper, but definitely something's being said back behind. And it sounds kind of like a little sentence, you know, like it's saying something with more than, uh, you know, just a high or whatever. It sounds to me like there are syllables to it. So listen to it again. Yes. Twice on the floor for now. I heard a yes, it was one thumb. On this next one, it's going to be somewhat loud. I'm going to drop the volume down a little bit, but I don't want to take it too far so you guys cannot hear the whisper coming in behind the, uh, the lady talking. So... Just be prepared. Uh, you might want to turn your volume down just a little bit, uh, but I want you guys to hear this one. Here it is. Did you hear the one, two, three, four in the middle of her talking? It's really kind of quick, but uh, check it out. Here it is again. All right, I've got one more for you. This was actually recorded in the Jennifer's bedroom. Um, it's pretty quiet, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Check this out. So for me, there's two parts to this little, very short piece of audio. For me, I think I hear somebody say, not me. And then you can hear an old man sneeze. And that's what, uh, that's what they categorize that as the old man sneeze. And here, check it out again. Did you hear it? 
<laughs> Listen, I want to thank Jennifer for giving us these EVPs to, to use for the show and for her story and coming in and hanging out with us. And once again, I want to thank all the listeners out there for the 10,000 views. Uh, it's so greatly appreciated. And we hope that you are loving the content that we put out each week. Uh, Team Tejas is killing it. And Team Boozers is doing everything they can to keep up with them. So we love doing this. It's been so much fun doing the research and, and all that good stuff like that. So thank you. And thanks for sticking around after, uh, after the actual show and to hear the EVPs. And I hope you like them. And if you hear something that I didn't hear, uh, email us, you know. You know the email address. It is... <laughs> I'm not even 100% sure what it is. United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. So hit us up or hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we so much appreciate you guys. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.